Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Sunday, August 15th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, we got BTC at $45,933.08, down 1.16%. Ethereum at number two, $3,161.98, down 2.42%. Cardano at number three, $2.11, down 2.40%. Binance Coin, number four, $403.19, down 0.51%. Tether at number five, $1. XRP at number six, $1.28, up 11.35%. Dogecoin at number seven, $0.29, up 6.24%. USD Coin, number eight, $1. Polkadot, number nine, $22.14, down 0.55%. And last but not least, Number 10, Uniswap, $28.83, down 0.58%. Let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So today we got greed at 71. Yesterday was extreme greed at 76. Last week was greed at 74. And last month was extreme fear at 22. So today, we got five articles on today's deck. Let's take a look at the table of contents. Article one is XRP closing in higher than Bitcoin on this metric is a rare phenomenon. Article two, Dutch family makes fortune in Bitcoin after investing everything. Article three, Elon Musk and Mark Cuban see Dogecoin as the strongest cryptocurrency for payments. Article four, what does Bitcoin's current trajectory mean for Cardano, XRP, Matic, and Dogecoin? And last but not least, today's main topic is a bunch of MIT students got $100 of free Bitcoin in 2014. Some got rich, some wasted it on sushi. All right. So before we get into today's articles, I just want to say thank you so much for all my listeners. Uh, if you're on the podcast realm, you can catch me on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you're in the YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. It does help the channel and it helps the algorithm so that more and more people can check out unbiased news and crypto takes. All right, let's get into it. So article one. XRP closing in higher than Bitcoin on this metric is a rare phenomenon. XRP's fall that took the alts price from all its all-time high of $3.31 to under a dollar shook its investors and traders. However, this rally came as a sigh of relief to these investors as the alts price rallied almost 40% in a week. Oddly, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and even BNB had registered lower price gains as compared to XRP which was one of the top weekly gainers at the time of writing, second only to Cardano. While the XRP traders have a lot of cheer about as the alt finally reclaimed the $1 mark for the first time in 10 weeks, it'll be interesting to see how this price rally unfolds for the alt that dropped more than 80% in the last cycle. Finally, high market value for XRP. A month ago, when XRP oscillated close to 0.5 and made headlines, but just not about its price gains or metric tops about the SEC versus Ripple case, the thought of the alt reclaiming $1 levels would be a distant dream. Now, as XRP tests this crucial $1 mark, questions about its rally sustaining are back on the table. Well, for once, XRP's price recovery was backed by a solid rise in MVRV 60-day, which highlighted an anomaly 
high values at the time of writing as per sentiment. This meant that this was in fact a bull run and that long-term hodlers were finally reaping some benefits out of the MVRV value for all the alt at the time of writing was equivalent to the May 15 levels corresponding to XRP's price top at that time. XRP's return to the overbought zone for the first time since its April price all-time high was nothing short of a miracle for the alts hodlers. On the downside, since XRP is still down 69.98% from its all-time high, RSI in the overbought zone could mean that price might fall after selling pressure sets in. But as long as the metrics hold up, XRP could still sustain its gains. On this note, looking at the development side gave a lot of reassurance of XRP. A sentiment tweet highlighted how development activity rates for the top crypto showed continued dominance. Interestingly, however, in a never-seen-before trend, the XRP network was closing in on a higher daily GitHub development rate than Bitcoin, which was rarely occurred. That being said, while XRP's social sentiment didn't highlight any major upticks for the alt, its active addresses peaked to May 15 levels on August 11. Additionally, development activity for XRP was seeing new all-time high levels at the time of writing. Daily active addresses also held up pretty well along with the high trade volumes and rising prices. While everything looked good for the sixth ranked alt, it would be best to look out for warning signs like decline in the active addresses or low trade candles on high prices, especially keeping in mind XRP's almost 10% price fall on August 12. It will crucial to watch important levels like the $0.8 mark. So comment down below and let me know what you think about XRP closing in higher than Bitcoin on this metric is a rare phenomenon. Are you holding XRP or are you holding more Bitcoin in your portfolio? Comment down below. Let me know what you think. Article two, Dutch family makes fortune in Bitcoin after investing everything. So Didi Haitutu, the head of a Dutch family that sold every single cent it had and bought into Bitcoin in 2017, is now living the high life. Having taken advantage of a very risky investment and winning big, now, a motivational speaker who travels the world with his family and gives talks as a motivational speaker, the investor gambled literally every penny his family had in savings, and is living proof that sometimes these types of investments can indeed pay off. Liquidating all of the assets he and his wife and three children owned in 2017, they invested in Bitcoin, hoping that the cryptocurrency would hit the big time. Bitcoin was at $900 in 2017, now over $47,000. At that point, the price of the digital currency was $900. Despite nearly continual fluctuations in the valuation, fueled by celebrities and business leaders who are either backers of Bitcoin or who think it is a scam, in the words of former U.S. President Donald Trump, it currently tops a cool $47,000. The money the family has made from Bitcoin investment has forced them to hide their wealth in four safes located all around the world for security. Interviewed by CNBC, Haitutu explains his methodology for safeguarding his enormous fortune. I have hidden the hardware with the digital wallets in different countries so that I never have to travel too far to access one of them and exit the market if necessary, he says. Taihutu and his family are now commonly referred to as the Bitcoin family. They have a Facebook page that shows Didi posing in all manner of exotic locals of around the world, from tropical beaches to mountain lakes to elegant cities. 
frequently pictured in various t-shirts supporting the Bitcoin logo and others, which says things like believe, huddle, buy, and so on, the family is living proof that investment pays off if it is timed just right. But they are not overly materialistic, as Haitutu explains to interviewers from CNBC. He tells interviewers that family has two secret locations in Europe, two in Asia, one in South America, and a sixth in Australia for the safes that hold their treasure. They sometimes rent apartments or use friends' houses or makeshift warehouses for their storage needs for their hoard. I prefer to live in a decentralized world, and in such a world, I have a responsibility to protect my capital, says Taihutu. Losing parents, workaholic lifestyle prompted sea change. Before he made this enormous life transformation, he was a professional soccer player and attended school to study finance. His mother suddenly died when he was 24 years of age, prompting him to become a workaholic to deal with that sorrow. For the next few years, he devoted his entire life to work after the loss. A few years later, Haitutu lost his father as well to cancer. He had taken care of his father for the last months of his life. He says his life collapsed at that point, and he relates to CNBC that he then told his wife that he couldn't go on like this. He hired a manager to run his company and took a trip to Indonesia to clear his head. In Bali, he received a call from a man who asked him to invest in Dogecoin. After seeing how well that cryptocurrency was performing, he was persuaded. He Incredibly, they returned to Holland and sold everything they had to invest in the alternative currency. Part of their impetus is to show the world that a new monetary system is possible outside the conventional one run by bankers and the financial giants. Despite the pitfalls posed by the many ups and downs of the cryptocurrency, Taihuru says he has no regrets. Accumulating money shouldn't be the goal in life, he tells his children, adding accumulating happiness should be the goal. He gives large amounts of money away to charities all around the world showing his children how much more meaningful it is to give rather than to receive. Even if they should eventually use everything in more downward cycles, he says he fears nothing and his family would simply start all over again. For now, the family travels the world, living a minimalist lifestyle without a fixed abode or vehicles, telling others that their dreams as a Bitcoin family have come true. So what do you guys think about this? Dutch family makes fortune in Bitcoin after investing everything. Comment down below if you ever thought of liquidating all your assets and just investing everything into crypto. Okay, let's keep on going. Article three, Elon Musk and Mark Cuban say Dogecoin as the strongest cryptocurrency for payments. Tesla Elon Musk and Shark Tank star Mark Cuban see Dogecoin as the strongest cryptocurrency when it comes to using it as a means of payment. To promote the use of Dogecoin further, the NBA team Dallas Mavericks will be offering special pricing for those who pay with Dogecoin. Elon Musk agrees with Mark Cuban that Dogecoin is the strongest medium of exchange crypto. Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk and the billionaire owner of the NBA team Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban, have affirmed their belief that the meme cryptocurrency Dogecoin is the strongest cryptocurrency when it comes to paying for goods and services. Cuman touted Doge in an interview with CNBC Make It on Friday, noting that Dogecoin is a medium that can be used for acquisition of goods and services, he said. The community for Doge is the strongest when it comes to using it as a medium of exchange. Replying to Cuban's comment about Dogecoin, Musk, who is sometimes known as a Doge father, tweeted, I've been saying this for a while. 
In July, Musk reaffirmed his support for Dogecoin by changing his profile picture to include an image of the Shiba Inu dog that represents Doge. The Tesla tech noking uh, recently confirmed that he knows and will not sell his Dogecoin. His baby son, XEA12, also owns some Doge. Moreover, Musk has also been pushing for Doge improvements. Cubans Mavericks uh, started accepting Dogecoin in March. Since then, the Shark Tank star has revealed that substantial sales have been made with Doge. He even urged popular talk show host Ellen DeGeneres to accept it at her shop. To encourage the use of Dogecoin for payments further, Cuban tweeted Thursday that the Mavericks will make a special announcement about Dogecoin. He called it a summer merch sale with special pricing for those who pay with Dogecoin. Some people disagree with Cuban and Musk on the merit of Dogecoin, emphasizing that the meme crypto has an infinite supply. However, the infinite supply argument did not lessen Cuban's enthusiasm for Doge. Cuban's co-star on Shark Tank, Kevin O'Leary, however, is among those who are not so keen on the meme currency. He recently said he would not invest in Dogecoin. I don't understand why anybody would, O'Leary added. When you speculate on something like Dogecoin, that's no different than going to Las Vegas and putting your money on red or black. It's pure speculation. A recent survey by Finder showed that a panel of experts expect the price of Dogecoin to hit $1.21 by 2025 and $3.60 by 2030. So here we have it. Elon Musk and Mark Cuban see Dogecoin as the strongest cryptocurrency for payments. Comment down below and let me know if you agree with Elon Musk and Mark Cuban about this statement. All right. Uh, before we move on to the next articles, I just want to say again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast so far. If you are in the podcast and if you are signed in, please help the channel by uh, leaving a review and rating it because the more rating and the more reviews that are on the channel, the more exposure it could be to many people around the world, like the likes in Asia, Europe, and America. So again, thank you so much for all your help and support. If you're in a YouTube space, just like, share, and subscribe so you can do your little part. It just takes one second to do it. And if you can, uh, please spread it to your friends and family that are interested in cryptocurrency. All right, let's keep on going. Article number four, what does Bitcoin's current trajectory mean for Cardano, XRP, Matic, and Dogecoin? So the past seven days have been a wild ride with the bulls getting a clear upper hand this time. As the total crypto market cap went above the $2 trillion mark once again, anticipation around another rally peaked. However, in the last few months, weekends were especially hard on the market. Weekend blues brought them the dips that left the market stunned. Will this weekend be a pleasant ride upward or will the market go down yet again? The king coin needs to hold ground. With BTC testing the 47k mark, Speculations regarding the market sentiment over the weekend have built up. Even though the ride so far has been smooth, there are clear signals highlighting the continuation of the bull run. Further, things took an unpleasant turn as BTC faced a major resistance. There was no considerable jump in Bitcoin's active addresses, daily active addresses, even though it isn't particularly a bad sign. BTC's diminishing dominance is. With Bitcoin retracing its step at the 46k level at press time, its market dominance took a step back. Bitcoin season still in full swing. With Bitcoin's dominance falling, the alt season is usually expected to take off. That, however, didn't seem to be the case at the time of writing.
While BTC dominance fell to levels lower than in July and June, the market continued to look favorable towards the king coin. The altcoin season index was at its low at 8, which meant that it is clearly Bitcoin season. According to this data website, an alt season takes place when 75% of the top 50 coins perform better than Bitcoin. Over the last season, 90 days, since the same wasn't noticed to be occurring in the market, the ongoing season still had Bitcoin written all over it. Is alt season approaching in the near future? With alts like Cardano, XRP, Matic, and Dogecoin all rallying in the last week, the market has also been bullish on alts. Looking at this, it ideally should be the onset of an alt season, but that wasn't the case. However, this could very well be seen as the pre-alt season rally, according to analyst Benjamin Cohen. With BTC above 20-week SMA as support and its current consolidation in the 46 and 48K mark, there is enough room for alts to rise. Even though most alts were bridging the gap between the all-time highs, a heat map highlighted that at press time, considerable number of alts were in the red. Example, they were losing prices. More alts needed to be green for an alt season to actually begin. However, this does look like a start. Either way, the chances of a major dip over the weekend were unlikely. However, with a correction in BTC prices, the market could see a minor correction too. Other than most metrics highlighted healthy signs. So what do you guys think about this? What does Bitcoin's current trajectory mean for Cardano, XRP, Matic, and Dogecoin? Do you think the alts will reign, reign supreme or do you think Bitcoin is still the king of all coins? Comment down below and let me know what you think. All right, let's take a look at the main topic for today. A bunch of MIT students got $100 of free Bitcoin in 2014. Some got rich, some wasted it on sushi. So there are three things in this article. Number one, in 2014, MIT computer science student Jeremy Rubin offered all undergraduate students on campus $100 worth of Bitcoin. 70% of the student body participated in the free Bitcoin giveaway. And three, some ended up wasting their coin at a sushi restaurant that took Bitcoin. Others launched side hustles, helping classmates set up crypto wallets. So Jimmy Rubin was a sophomore studying computer science and electrical engineering when he decided that he wanted to give every undergraduate student at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology $100 worth of Bitcoin. Seven months later, armed with half a million dollars in donations from alumni and Bitcoin enthusiasts, Rubin offered to do just that, and 3,108 undergrads took him up on it. This was back when the world's most popular cryptocurrency wasn't quite so popular, trading at around $336. Had all recipients of this free Bitcoin let their crypto wallets sit idle, the MIT Airdrop Collective would have been $44.1 million richer by today's prices. But some students didn't hold on. Researchers tracing the project, including Christian Catalini, now co-creator of the DM stablecoin project initiated by Facebook, say that one in 10 cashed out in the first two weeks. By the end of the experiment in 2017, one in four had cashed out. The experiment creators stopped tracking transactions among the cohort after that. Van Fu, now a software engineer and co-founder of crypto broker Floating Point Group, is still kicking himself for spending a lot of his Bitcoin on sushi. One of the worst things had one of the best things at MIT is this restaurant called Telonius Monkfish, said Fu. I spent a lot of my crypto buying sushi. 
Fu wasn't alone in hemorrhaging his virtual coins at this campus dining hotspot. Quantitative trader Sam Trabucul, who also took part in the experiment, estimated that half the people he knew spent their crypto spoils on fish. It was the only restaurant in Cambridge that was accepting Bitcoin at the time, and it was a pretty popular spot, he said. The restaurant has since changed its name and retired its Bitcoin payment policy. The MIT experiment. Ruben was halfway through a protracted legal battle with the New Jersey Attorney General when he first got the idea for the Bitcoin giveaway. Unlike most 19-year-olds, Ruben was venting to his friends about the fact that state officials had accused him of being a hardcore, hardened cyber criminal who was installing malware on people's computers. But Ruben says he had simply launched a Bitcoin mining program called Tidbit. The project had just won an innovation award at a local hackathon known as Node Knockout. And Ruben, now CEO of Bitcoin R&D Lab, Judica, was proud of what he had built. The episode ended up with Ruben being cleared, but as it was happening, he kept noticing the blank stares from his friends each time he mentioned the word Bitcoin. I thought, this is MIT. I thought everyone was super cutting edge, and I realized that, no, it really wasn't something that was all that widespread at the point, said Ruben. And so the Bitcoin experiment was born. In late October 2014, Ruben and fellow projector, project leader Dan Elitzer, then an MBA student at Sloan, opened up enrollment. Students who wanted the $100 worth of Bitcoin had to complete a few questionnaires and review educational materials. We wanted to get Bitcoin out in the world more, and we wanted to spread the technology, said Ruben. We also wanted to study what it means to distribute a new asset. Students wanting to take part also had to set up their own crypto wallet, which at the time was hard enough to discourage participation. Still, in the end, 70% of students ended up jumping through all the hoops. Fu was among the students who started a side hustle, opening up crypto wallets for those who didn't want to spend the time figuring out how to do it and were willing to yield a percentage of their Bitcoin as a fee for services rendered. A lot of the students would pay the other students half of the Bitcoin if they would set it up on their behalf, explained Fu. He says he helped somewhere between 10 and 12 people set up crypto wallets in exchange for a commission paid in Bitcoin. It's somewhat taking the sting out of the fact that he spent $100 worth of Bitcoin, worth more than $14,000 today, on two sushi dinners. Trabuco says that back when he was a student, he didn't think much of the project, though he did manage to triple his Bitcoin handout playing poker online. Half the people I knew actually registered it as, as an event, said Trabuco. As far as he was concerned, he thought Bitcoin was cool, but didn't really think it was going to be the future of finance. But already having a crypto wallet did lower the barrier to entry to the crypto sphere later in life. Trabuco now runs Almeida Research, which manages over $1 billion in digital assets and trades up to $10 billion per day across thousands of products, including all major coins and altcoins, as well as their derivatives. I can't say for sure whether it was a deciding factor, but it certainly could have been, because if I didn't already have an account, I'm not sure if I would have ended up doing this, he said. Fu, Ruben, and Trabuco all declined to share how much they had kept and how much the crypto they've accrued since their days on campus. So where all the Bitcoin went, when CNBC spoke to Catalini, he was talking and taking a walk to break up the 12 to 14 hour days he spends on Zoom working. Among Catalini's lasting takeaways in the fact that Bitcoin simply didn't work as a method of payment on campus, even at the time, the technology was quite user unfriendly. 
he said. Even within a pretty tech-savvy community such as MIT, it was kind of surprising to see how much work it really was to use Bitcoin at the time. But that inability to spend was probably for the best. What was fascinating is that, in a sense, the MIT students got it right. The vast majority held on to their Bitcoin as an investment, and maybe it sounds obvious given the price has appreciated so dramatically, but I think in 2014, it wasn't clear at all that something was worth at that time. I think $250 would be worth more than that, he said. So there you guys have it. A bunch of MIT students got $100 of free Bitcoin in 2014. Some got rich and some wasted it on sushi. Comment down below and let me know what you think about this whole article. If you were the MIT student, would you be spending it on sushi or would you be holding it if you didn't know about the future? All right, let's wrap it up with the current prices right now. Number one, we got BTC, $45,945. Ethereum, $3,154. Cardano, $2.10. Binance Coin, $402. Tether, $1. XRP, $1.26. Dogecoin, $0.29. Cents. USD coin, $1. Polkadot, $22. And last but not least, Uniswap at $28.58. All right. So thank you so much for making it this far into the podcast and YouTube video. Again, please do what you can by like, sharing, subscribing. And please catch me on all social networks. It is Dave's Daily Crypto Take. And if you have any questions, concerns, just message me or comment down below. Until then, I'll see you in the next one. Have a great crypto day. Peace.